can involve time because this is the holy season. But even most important, the human being, the heart, the holy person. But the Lord is pursuing this. He's asking for a holy church and the whole holy people. And in that way you see that the Lord desires that all believers be set apart and separated and considered holy to Him. And you read then the book of Second Corinthians chapter 6, 14 to 18 and talk to them about the sanctification that is exalted in that scripture to be sanctified And then we bring them to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 11 also. And then righteousness. Talk to them about being righteous, because what came out very clearly is that the Lord places a premium and value and treasure unto righteousness, which essentially means being acceptable to the Lord, to God. We remember Noah in Genesis chapter 6, verse 9, was acceptable to the Lord, he was a righteous man. And then blameless. So righteousness essentially means doing the right thing, that you may be blameless. Doing the right thing, then blameless. And it also means having a relationship, having a wonderful relationship with the Lord, meaning walking with God. And ask them, give them a list of challenge, challenge the church with a list of factors that underscore righteousness, goodness, decency, integrity, worthiness, justice, honesty, innocence, honor, purity, freedom from adulteration, freedom from contamination, cleanness and cleanliness untainted morality challenge the church with these things ask them do you see these things in your life has the holy spirit helped you to to live this way do you, do you see that in your life you exhibit goodness virtue the, the virtues of righteousness goodness decency integrity worthiness justice honesty innocence honor purity freedom from adulteration freedom from contamination Cleanness, cleanliness, untainted morality as I've gone. Challenge the church as pastors. Tell them, even though it is a very tailored method, it was very specific to the calling of the mightiest prophet of the Lord, the true witnesses of Jehovah. But there is a message there in the church, to the church. You can see that the Lord exalted certain features. He exalted, he said, Thou lovest righteousness and justice. You take that and the righteousness and justice and define them. Look for a dictionary, a Bible dictionary and define them. And challenge the church that when you look at your life now, in this life, in this ministry, in the church, do you see your life with these virtues? Like I said, goodness, uprightness, still continuing on the same list. Purity, we have, we have mentioned before, nobility, just a noble act, a noble behavior. Decency we have mentioned. Worthiness. Honesty I mentioned, integrity, morality. Guiltlessness, that's the blamelessness. Ethical. Fairness. Do you see yourself ethical? So righteousness is the 
theology of morally right, being morally right, moral uprightness, being mor morally right, equity, for example, being ethical, being fair, being honest, being morally upright, having integrity, worthiness, decency, challenge the church with these things, ask them, when you look at your Christian life, do you see these projecting, these virtues of righteousness projecting? And there are many scriptures of righteousness you can share with them as you teach them on the value of righteousness, the significance of righteousness, the centrality of righteousness. One of them is Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And everything else added unto you. Matthew 6, 33. Romans chapter 2. Verse 6. Proverbs chapter 21, verse 21. These are scriptures of righteousness. First Timothy 6, 11. Psalm 37, 28. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7. Proverbs 21, verse 2. Psalm 112, verse 6. First Peter chapter three fourteen. Second Corinthians chapter five verse twenty one. Psalm thirty four verse fifteen. Titus chapter two eleven and twelve. Proverbs eleven verse eighteen. Psalm one nineteen verse. Okay. These are powerful scriptures. For example, Psalm 34, 15, if I read it here, they can help you underscore the significance and the value of righteousness in the life of the church. Psalm 34, right here. Psalm 34, verse... Um, For example, I need to get this. This sum says Psalm 34 at 15. This is what he says. And he says, the eye of the Lord, again, the eyes, the eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and his ears are attentive to their cry. So you use these scriptures, beloved people, to exalt righteousness. And in the same breath, you should endeavor, because he talked about wickedness, you should endeavor to define to them wickedness and challenge the church. Ask the church, when you look at your life, do you see any of these things in your life? For example, immoral acts. These are, these are definitions of wickedness and evil and sinfulness. 
immoral acts, doing wrong, transgression, crime, offense, trespass, evil, desecration, error, iniquity. So, these are acts that are regarded as seriously regrettable faults, scandals, disgrace, misbehavior, morally wrong, sinful, bad, wrong, double dealing. After church, do you see yourself double dealing? On one hand, you are dealing with the Lord. The other days of the week, you are dealing with the world. You are dealing like a world person. That is wrong, double dealing, unscrupulous, delinquency, viciousness, degeneracy, depravity, immorality, perversion, corruption, ungodliness, murder, profanity, blasphemy, irreverence, impurity, vices, obscenity, transgression, I think I've not mentioned transgression, violation, offenses, injury, outrage, atrocities. You know, you use these to anchor the message to the church. Even though that message is strictly based on the calling of he that speaks with you, but you see there is a message to the church. There are some virtues the Lord places premium on that can help the church at this time, even tomorrow you have this big discussion about the visitation of the hour. Those of you tuned in, you are the blessed people because you are aware that this visitation is taking place. You are not late. The world will have to know about it all. I know right now it's going in the billion people across the globe, but you are aware, you are listening to this. You can literally prepare and catch it. So this has relevance to the church in terms of the features, the virtues that God the Father, that the Godhead has raised, has lifted up and raised in that calling, in that endorsement, in that uh, approval, in that recognition, in that visitation. So may the Lord bless you very much. Tudah. Tudah haverim. Tudah